Well, hey guys, Mark here with today's Cornerstone Connection. Have you ever had a habit, maybe a really good habit, like having a quiet time with your kids right before bedtime? But what happened was your heart, for whatever reason, your heart was then no longer in that habit. And you asked, maybe you asked yourself the question of, 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 of what am I even doing this for? Like, 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 who am I doing this for? You know, I, I remember talking to one parent and they were so frustrated because they were trying to do this quiet time with their kids before bed. So they would get together, they would read a chapter out of the Bible and they would pray together with their kids. And, but what ended up happening is their kids started to have bad attitudes. They started to work later nights. And before you knew it, they, 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 they came to absolutely resent that attitude, that thing that was supposed to be a great discipleship tool really kind of became a problem. Their heart was no longer in it. And that's what the, that's what the Israelites are at risk of here in Leviticus chapter 17. To give you some background here, uh, what, what the Lord's going to talk to them about is about this thing called a peace offering. It's also called a fellowship offering. Those two words are interchangeable. Back in chapter 7, the Lord introduces the people of Israel. And there were three good reasons to give a fellowship or a peace offering. The first one was to give it as a free will offering. If the Lord's blessed you in an incredible way, you could just give him a, a sacrifice of praise, right? You could give him the sacrifice. Now, when I say sacrifice, don't think of like the movies and the sacrifice, you know, what this, what the, what the sacrifice would look like was there was a small portion of an animal that would be killed to be given specifically at the tent of meeting to the Lord. And, and, and you would sacrifice a small part of the meat and the rest of it you would eat as a symbol of you enjoying the Lord's provision of how God's provided for you physically and spiritually, right? And you, and you, and you enjoy his provision. So, 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 so you might give that as a free will offering. You could also give it to the Lord as, as, as a way of saying that, that you have fulfilled a vow. You might give a peace offering. So if you, if you remember in the Old Testament, uh, Hannah, Hannah, who was the mother of Samuel and, and, and couldn't have the child and prayed and said, Lord, if you give me this child, I will offer my firstborn to you to be served by you. Not in a weird way, you guys, but to be served by you, right? And so when Samuel was born, she brings Samuel to the temple to be used by God, but she also brings a a peace offering with her. And this is a way of saying, I have fulfilled my vow to the Lord and there's no resentment. I have a complete open hand and I love God, right? So you you might give a free will offering as a peace offering. You might give a peace offering as a way of saying, Lord, I have fulfilled my vow and there's now no resentment between us. But you also might give it as a way of saying, the Lord has helped me in a desperate time of need and I want to give an offering of praise. Right? But, but God gave specific instructions. You were to take, uh, this is how you were to, to, to do with the animal and it had to be over at this location. And what, what happens, the Israelites get it wrong, <laughs> as human beings often do. And so in chapter 17, it opens up here, it says, And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons and to all the people of Israel, and say to them, This is the thing that the Lord has commanded. If any one of the house of Israel kills an ox or a lamb or a goat in the camp, or kills it outside the camp and doesn't bring it to the entrance of the tent of meeting as a gift to the Lord in front of the tabernacle of the Lord, blood guilt shall be imputed to that man. You see, Israelites, they were, they were killing animals outside of 
the camp and saying, boom, peace offering. <laughs> that was not a peace offering. That was like, this made me think of, okay, okay, yes. Have you ever been in a situation where your wife told you something and you were like, uh-huh, yeah, totally, got it, right? And you did not get it though. And, uh, and time happened later, you forgot the thing, wife gets mad at you, so what do you do? You go off and you get some, you get some gift. Your heart's not really in it, but you're getting a gift so that she won't be mad at you anymore, right? And uh, maybe it's flowers. You're like, boom, flowers, peace offering, we're cool, right? <laughs> that, that doesn't work for me. Maybe it works for you, I don't know. But, uh, right, this is not what the peace offering is though, right? It's not about going, boom, peace offering, killed an animal outside, boom, peace offering. Not at all, God says, in fact, that is the worst thing you could ever do because you're forgetting who it is that you're doing this for. You might make this habit of giving a peace offering, but boy, if your heart is not in that habit, that habit's gonna turn bad real fast, real fast. Some of the Israelites even would sacrifice this peace offering to other gods. You guys, that's idolatry. Like that's horrible. In verse eight, it picks up and it says, And you shall say to them, Any one of the house of Israel or of the strangers who sojourn among them, right? Even in the Old Testament, God welcomes and invites in Gentiles here in this way. Um, who offers a burnt offering or sacrifice and does not bring it to the entrance of the tent of meeting to offer it to the Lord, that man shall be cut off from his people. That's huge, right? That's huge. What an offense this is to God to take something that God has said is this good, holy thing, but when your heart's not into it, right, it can turn, it can turn bad really fast. That really kind of speaks to me because I think, you know, there's some pretty good habits. You know, if you've been around church a while, maybe you've developed some pretty good habits too. And yet if our heart is not in them, how even these good habits can turn bad so quickly. So this week, whatever good habits you might have, perhaps you're going to be reading in the Bible reading plan, right? Perhaps you're going to be going to church on Sunday and worshiping Jesus. But whatever you do, do it intentionally. Do it with a heart of praise and a heart of worship. Remember who it is that you're doing this whole thing for. You're doing it for God because He loves you. He died on the cross. He rose from the dead because He loves you. And that's an awesome thing. But be, be intentional or even our best habits can turn bad, right? And that's exactly what the Israelites learned. Well, hey, thanks for watching, praying for you as you seek to please the Lord with your habits by putting your heart into it and remembering who it is that you're doing it for. God bless. See you next time.